Blog Talk Radio. We're really uh, appreciative that Todd was able to be with us tonight, and everybody that comes with us, entourage. Uh, this is the way they told me to read this. Mr. Frog, am I right? Jean-Yves Labatt on synthesizer. Mark Moogie Klingman on the keyboards. Ralph Shuckett, the cla- uh, clavinet and the B3. Kevin Elman, drums. And John Siegler on bass. And, of course, Todd Rundgren, piano and guitar. Oh, Whatever you want, Todd. Well, then you're supposed to take it away? Hey, give, me a, give me a little drum roll on the fanfare, you know? For our big opening in Cincinnati. And now, from the seven hills of Cincinnati... It's Rungren Radio, but we're not actually in Cincinnati. We wish we were in Ohio, though. Kent Stage tonight, Kent, Ohio. Todd Rungren doing a state show. Cruise Mail, we got a big one tonight. We got a new release from Woohoo! <laughs> Live.com. Yep, we got some uh, killer music to play for you from Todd Rungren's Utopia. Now, we're going to have to ask Warren and David about this, but I think several of these songs are from Todd just doing it solo. So I don't know if it was with tracks or if the band was with him, but a lot of Todd's solo stuff first, like I Saw the Light and The Dream Goes On Forever with just piano, So and Todd was playing it clearly. So anyway, we're going to find out more about that Awesome. and talk about other cool things that are going on. Well, it's funny, uh, in that clip, uh, the announcer, whoever that was, was saying that he mentioned that Frog Labatt was there, and I don't know what has gotten into me. For the last two or three days, I can't stop singing Frogs. <laughs> and I'll tell you, that's not a song that you can just go in the grocery store and, you know, sing. <laughs> because really? people look at you weird. Yeah. But, uh, man, I'm looking forward to hearing that live and in person. Yeah, you starting early with a little pimping. Let's talk about it. Akron, Ohio, 831-13. That's August 31st, Labor Day weekend. Saturday, Todd Runger at the Akron Civic Theater, a beautiful, spectacular theater with a great show featuring some of Todd's best music and a big orchestra, two orchestras. Right, right. Akron East Symphony. Talk about woo-hoo, my goodness. <laughs> exactly. And the Akron Symphony Orchestra, adults and youngins, big mix, big, loud, nice orchestra show. With mm-hmm. Todd and his Liars Band and Michelle Rundgren and Mary Lou Arnold. What a show. Craziness. And Kazan Sultan and Prairie Prince and John Forensic. It just goes on and on. That is correct. Lou and Jesse. Jesse. Sorry, Jesse. Yes, of course. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. So we hope the people at Kent Stage are having fun. I had the Ping Me Party put together by Nancy Sackmore and Ted Moon. I bet they're having a blast. And uh, that show sold out record time, like in a day. Mm-hmm. But speaking of shows, Todd has a ton of them going on. It looks like he's doing about seven different kind of shows this year. <laughs> and right now it's The State, which is the new album, of course. Uh, we've heard different things about the show. We had a show talking about the show. And, of course, there was a VOD, Video On Demand, online, a webcast mm-hmm. on Sunday, Mother's Day, that evening. And I haven't watched it yet. Have you cruised your mouth? No, I have not. I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to be surprised when I get to see it live. I probably won't be able to wait that long, so I'll probably have to catch it. But apparently we've got all summer to be able to watch this. And you can go to toddwebcast.com to get signed up and purchase it, and you can watch it as much as you like. Until September the 15th, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
So it should be good, and I've heard good things about it. So we'll see. And usually what they do is they end up messing with the um, uh, the mix a little bit a few days later, and I kind of like to wait for that because it's hard to do um, live, you know, to yeah. do uh, mixing and everything for a show when you're trying to film it. It's just almost impossible. But they did a pretty good job, apparently. Mm-hmm. Fix it up a little bit. What do you think? I'm sorry, what? I bet they fix it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how long that usually takes, but it's only been a couple of days, y'all, so give it give it a little time. All right, so in about 10 minutes or so, we'll have Warren and David calling in. Warren, the guru, Todd Bootleg Guru, and David, of course, with Woohoo Live. We'll be talking about that and playing some songs for you, so stick around for that. The tours are insane, though. I mean, you got the best of coming up. People are getting confused. There's so much going on, but um, right now it's the state state tour. So if you like the new album and you like a lot of lights and something different, that is the way to go. Yes. Hey, we got something new to announce tonight. Let's do it. Uh, the the notice went out today for Todd Fest West number sixteen. Can you wow. believe they've been doing that 16 years? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Hard going to, to be at the home of Roger and Cece Linder this time, mm-hmm. Saturday, July the 13th. Roger. And, uh, they said you can even go swimming, wow. and uh, it's a potluck thing. And in celebration of Roger turning the big 6-0 this year, they're going to be calling it Roger Stock. <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to go, uh, you can uh, do send an email to RSVP2013 at ToddFestWest.com. And uh, if you re- reply by the 1st of July, you'll get a laminate. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So ToddFestWest is coming up July 13th. Yep. Founded by Debbie and Roger. Uh, Roger also runs and owns the trconnection.com where you can get tour information. Just go to rungrenradio.com, Todd on tour, and you'll see the link to that page and to another one uh, EJ does, and and you can get up-to-date tour information we were talking about a minute ago, which, let's go back to that for a minute, Cruiser Mel, because there's some exciting news about the show that I will be seeing this Sunday at the Park West in Chicago in Chi-Town. Yeah, what would that be? And I have a raffle. A raffle? A raffle. Tell us more. All right. Well, this is for the homeless, uh, Chicago Homeless Deal Coalition, they call it. And it's um, – so it's, the, I guess, the whole concert sort of a fundraiser or whatever. Um, let's see. We need to – I need to find that, actually. But one of the things they're giving away is a guitar. The other thing is a trip, or at least money and stuff, or a trip to go see Todd's final show of the state tour which is in San Francisco, Friday, July the 12th at the Fillmore. And you get 800 bucks to travel, two tickets to the show, and two nights hotel, some fancy frou-frou hotel in San Fran. And if you make that trip, you may as well stay an extra day and go to Todd Fest West, right? And Exactly. Todd Fest West right down the road in Sacramento. It's maybe an hour drive at the most, something like that. Not a big deal at all. So I'm trying to find, see if I can easily send people to this auction deal. So give me a minute, and I'll see if I can find it. But if I cannot find it, you can always email me at dog at com, 
If you want to call in tonight for some reason, too, the number is 646-716-9262. Right? Yes. Yes. All right. I'm still going to try to find this deal. So the tickets, I know I remember, I do remember a little bit about it because I bought some. It's You get seven for... Hundred bucks. I think you can buy one for twenty. You know, like it gets they do it like that, and you have to pick what you want to do. You can do either the guitar or the, the San Francisco deal. Mm-hmm. They also have a poster, which is all right. I found it finally. Um, the poster was done by. Let me see who did that poster. Uh, Jason Brammer, who is a using something from his fantastic painting called Sonic Outpost. They'll be selling those posters at the deal. They're limited to 250 I believe, and some of them will be autographed. Those will be pretty pricey. Uh, I think it's like typically 250 bucks, And then non-autographed, which I think they sell for 75 And keep in mind, this is for charity. I think you can write it off. And, yeah, they're only limited and numbered to 250 <clears throat> There's also a new uh, opening act called the Ronnie Baker Brooks Band, which is um, a Chicago blues band, which is Ronnie is the son of Chicago blues legend Ronnie Brooks, and they're supposed to be really good. So you get a little blues and then a little electronica. <laughs> that covers a lot of bases there. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. All right, so let's look. The, um, the way to find this auction is to go to Chicago Coalition dot ejoinme.org and hopefully you can find it from there. If not, just email me, I'll send you the link. It's also available on our Runger Radio Facebook page. Three raffle tickets are fifty bucks. One is twenty, seven is a hundred, and those are your two items. And at the poster I think you pr- probably have to be at the show to get those. So if you're not going and you want one bad enough, um you can get one. We do have a poster uh, picture on the Runger Radio Facebook page. So there you go. Okay. Now, after Todd goes to San Fran for that show we're talking about, he's going to go to Australia and do uh, what we like to dub the hit show, which features the Liars Band. And then he gets back, and he's going to be doing some in the United States. So we are hearing rumors that the 731 show in Albany at the Egg may not be happening. So do not book flights if you're planning on going to that show until further notice, please. That's all I got for tour, and I thank Cruiser Mail. Well, and then, then of course, there's that really special symphony show at the end of August. Oh, really? I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> and we also didn't mention the party, which is on the 30th mm-hmm. of August. And uh, not the same location where we were last year, but it's there in Akron. Uh, refresh my memory on the name of the hotel. It is, the Holiday Inn West. Why would I not remember that? Anyway, um Jill Mingo's in the chat room talking about when do party tickets go on sale. And Sorry, guys. We've had a lot on our minds lately. And we I know last week we said we'd try to have something put together, but we got nothing so far. But uh, we will have tickets going on sale for the party, uh, maybe a little duo thing where uh, at the same time you can purchase your bus tickets, you know, do it all. And it will all probably be done on ticks.com, but... Uh, that's to be determined at a later time. So just keep listening, and we'll eventually figure out that, oh, yeah, we're having a party. We're going to have a party. Also, of course, we have the Hermits of Mink Halloween, if she didn't mail, didn't mention that. I don't know. Did you mail? 
No, I did not. I'm sorry. I just kind of had to. I'm having to check a few things while we're talking here. Uh, <clears throat> Hermits make Halloween the best. Todd Rundgren Utopian tribute band ever. Faux Tide and his band. It's going to be awesome. So that'll be fun at that party. The theme is tie dye. It's optional, but we suspect a lot of people will be participating. And then for the Saturday night gig. We would prefer you wear something semi-formal to formal, if you don't mind, but that is also optional. We don't make you do anything you don't want to do, but it's a lot of fun if everybody participates. Sure is. Yeah. And there was something else I want to mention about that. Um, Jill wants to know about the bus. We're, we just hadn't got that far yet, but we're going to have a bus. We're going to have buses go to the um, downtown Akron early for people who want to go to Lockview and stuff. And then we're going to have some go straight to the show a little early to get in when the doors open. And we have a second hotel now. The first one sold out. The second one is a Best Western. It's about a mile from the Holiday Inn, and we will have a shuttle available for you to go on party night from the Best Western to the Holiday Inn and back. And it's going to be from like 6 to 3 a.m., so you're set. So don't worry about staying there and not being in the same hotel as the party because that's not going to matter. And... We've got oh, that yes. We've got in the chat room, thank you for reminding us, Julie Feldman is uh, putting together uh, or trying to organize the tabletop decorations for the party. Right. So uh, she's got, I think she's still got a few songs that need to be uh, representing. So mm-hmm. contact her. If you put your uh, email address in the chat room, it really might help Julie. Um but if you guys would contact her and see what songs are left to be be uh, decorated, and uh, she'll get you hooked up, and that way we won't have too many, rep, you know, repetitions. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's a song that's being repeated in this set list, unlike last go round where the when Flamingo on there twice. Mm-hmm. Well, Frogs was on there twice. I don't know if they'll do that again. I don't know if that was on purpose or because he wanted to try it again. Right. Well, frogs would be a fun one to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let me go back to that Best Western. It's the best deal. It's better than the hotels that are behind the Holiday Inn, and they weren't supporting us and helping us out. So Best Western is supposed to be better anyway. It's supposed to be a really nice one. And you can see it online and see the pictures. All this information is available at Maestro Todd Rundgren, M-A-E-S-T-R-O, or maestrotodd.com. That will get you there too. You can get up to speed on this deal. We'll be running some ads soon in the city scene. You can check that out. We'll let you know when that's available. We've got some free articles from the Akron Beacon Journal, and I think we've got a mention in the Canton um, newspaper as well, which is nice. We always appreciate those things. So we've got uh, a couple times in the Akron Beacon Journal, thanks to Malcolm Abrams, who is a Todd fan, likes to write about us coming to town. It sure is nice. I think I told you this the other day. It's so nice to find... Uh, a journalist who actually does their research on what a show is going to be before they write the article. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was able to cover what the, what people should expect at tonight's show in Kent and uh, what to expect at the end of August from uh, Akron. Right. Well, there's there a should lot be of, no misunderstanding there. Yep, there's a lot of articles out about State, the PR machine, they're working it hard. And there's a really good review of it on allmusic.com, if you haven't seen that one yet. But there's so many, it's hard to keep up. It's been phenomenal how many they've been able to pull off interviews, reviews. And, you know, most of them are positive. 
Well, that's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of good positive reviews. And you have a few people, you know, that, that aren't positive, but that's that's the case for anything that comes out from anybody. But the amazing thing to me is, and we talk about this a bunch on Facebook, of course, is just how much information is available online and on posters and on tickets, and then people expect something different when they go to a show. It yeah. just cracks me up. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, um, you know, Rush did a moving pictures tour a couple of years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It was called the Moving Pictures Tour, so I knew when I went, I was going to get to hear Moving Pictures, the album. <laughs> so that was my expectation. It was pretty simple, and you can find set lists, and you can go to YouTube, you can find out what's going on with shows all day long. But this new show is a light, spectacular deal. I mean, lights everywhere, and uh, Jesse Grass, Prairie Prince with Todd, doing a lot of the new album. They're doing some from Reproduction. They're doing um, some from No World Order, which is cool. Which I meant to actually upload that song. So anyway, all right. So we ready to get started with the little. Well, um, just wanted to mention quickly. Uh, if you want to participate in, basically, it would be a birthday gift for you know who. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get information at shiningstill.com, and what that's going to do is. Um, your gift, your donation, will go to the Youth Orchestra of the Lower Ninth Ward down there in New Orleans. Uh, and But it will be, how do you say that, on behalf of Todd Rundgren. So uh, get your information at shiningstill.com. And also tickets still available to go to Todd Stock 2, which is June 16th to the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, uh, you can find out information do we have that on our page, our site? Uh, I think so. Okay. If not, and you all have your pencils ready, you can find out information at Toddstock, the number 2, V, number 6, number 5.com. Toddstock, 2V65.com. Yeah, the Shining Steel deal, just FYI, this charity uh, event is in New Orleans, the week of Toddstock. Uh, for the Lower Ninth Ward, the uh, Youth Orchestra. And just so everybody's clear on this, in case um, you haven't heard, there's no Todd performance. I mean, he may end up doing something if he wants, but it's not a scheduled performance with an orchestra. It's just a visit and maybe a teaching opportunity or just a hangout opportunity, whatever. But it's going to be nice, and they're very excited about it. And we may even have the lady that runs the place on Rungan Radio sometime soon and kind of get the skinny from her about the organization. But just um, keep your expectations in check if you're planning on going with the Todd Stock crew because um, there are no expectations. It's just going to be something fun that Todd does mm-hmm. with some fans. For the kids. For the kids, for the children. Yeah, the rest. com. Yes. All right, Cruz, may we leave anything out? Goodness me, I don't think so. We've been talking for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have been so busy trying to do some fun things that y'all will appreciate one day if we get to pull any of it off that, you know, we had to keep our priorities in check. <laughs> we know you already know all this stuff anyway. Well, we're going to we're gonna work on that bus and party ticket situation. Promise. Yes. All right. I don't know what's up with David Scott, but let's get old Warren in on here. Warren, what's up, man? This is Warren. Is David there, too? 
David is not here yet. Okay, well, this is Warren, and, and uh, on on my behalf, I just like to tell y'all how, what a fantastic job y'all do, and thank you. Um, I, I, I tell you what, if um, Mel Doug, if not for y'all, we would uh, most of this would not be possible. So, and that's just that's what I gotta say, and that's my story. <laughs> I love y'all, and I think it's fantastic you're doing this. Um, I hope we can uh, stick to our guns as far as uh, convincing the, the uh, Todd fans out there that uh, what we got is legitimate stuff and that it's ordained by the artist and um, that they're seeing the monies. And so I don't know that anybody out there knows that they i i guess they kind of have a grasp of it kind of mm-hmm. but they they know that uh most of these recordings are um uh some of us out there in the collecting world say well i've got the best copy of that the best copy of the best copy of but w- what we've got is the best copy of the best copy has been sent to the remasters and and we've had some professionals redo these on behalf of Todd Rundgren and Eric Saprudum and uh, these are just incredible and I don't know how to convince anybody else that they need to buy up on these things. You don't have to brother, we're going to let the music speak for itself tonight. Okay, I'm not sure what we're playing tonight. We're playing it all baby. Clips of every song on that CD. Okay, are we playing Cincinnati tonight? That's right. David Sky's with us. Yeah, this is the Cincinnati show. David, I am. Sorry, guys. Running a little late. Uh, no problem. I'm Welcome. I've got a little emergency. <laughs> That's oh, all right. no. Is everything going to be okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. She she just, uh, sometimes she has, she's, she's getting up there. She's 11 years old and uh, has some uh, little bladder issues sometimes. And, uh, of course, I'm like, I gotta get the show, and she's like, "No, I gotta go." <laughs> well, I'm 58, and I still have bladder issues. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly, you know. I'm, I'm starting to get them. <laughs> they got diapers for you, Warren. They got adult diapers. Okay. All right, diapers. David. David, so tell us about everyone. How are you? Show. It's a radio show. I can tell. Uh, this was recorded for a radio show, right, Cincinnati? Yes, uh, it was. Yes. I believe it was in studio. Back then, they did a lot of those in studio uh, type uh, sessions, which are pretty cool. You don't see those. Well, ca- Counterpart <laughs> was actually a, a record recording studio in Cincinnati. And what they did was they got Todd and the the band. This was right after the infamous uh, Atlanta Fox show. But um, what they did was the the Cincinnati. Um, Counterpart Studios was actually a recording studio, and they got uh, Todd and the gang to come in there and play a few cuts for them. Very fun. Now, let me ask you this, Warren and and David. I'm listening to it as I'm getting ready to make clips, you know, for tonight, and it sounds like to me that the first few songs are Todd by himself, but I know it's being billed as the Todd Runger's Utopia show, and I know Todd Runger's Utopia is part of this show, but it seems like the first few songs are just Todd on piano primarily. Well, 73 and seventy and early 74 ran that way as far as his floor shows went. He would play the uh, his hits as far as and then play recorded music in the background. 
and then there would be this brief intermission for about 15 minutes or so, and then they'd bring out the Utopia Band, and they would play all the other stuff. So what this is, is what you're about to hear is um, uh, the, the, his, his um, solo stuff and the Utopia stuff all mixed in together. It's pretty pretty sweet, and and David has really fixed it up sweet. David, what do you what do you uh, when are we going to be able to show off this new cover you got approved today? You can show it off right now. Matter of fact, uh, if anybody would like to purchase it, it is now the Rundgren Radio exclusive and has been put up. Oh wow! WooHooLive.com, you can see the cover, huh? All right. If you go to WooHooLive.com, uh, the one of the first slides says Todd Rundgren's Utopia, uh, Cincinnati '73. You click on that, and it will take you to the uh, album page where you can you can also download it. It is available for download and purchase as we speak. It's got a uh, picture of Todd in that. It looks almost like the. It may even be the chaps, but it looks like the outfits from the one of the outfits kind of that they did with the recent Todd Runner's Utopia tour. So it's a really cool picture. Y'all may have seen it before, but that's always a cool outfit to check out. Well, and that is the outfit he actually wore at the uh, Cincinnati show too. Yeah, well, let's see if we can. Oh, was it okay? Cool. Let's yeah, yeah, that is. Um, we, we, Dave and I tried to. Yeah, Dave and I tried to do. Uh, uh, as far as when bootlegs go, you know how everybody tries to show a picture from another era and yeah. say something and mis misname the titles and all that stuff. Well, Dave and I have been trying to get with a picture from the era and name the titles right. So. Uh. Very good. Well, David, where'd you find this photo? Actually, this photo uh, was a bunch that was put together uh, for us that we uh, had permission to utilize. And a matter of fact, uh, I think it came from Warren's batch. So it was yeah, that, from that, one of it the ones be that Warren yeah. went to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it is right around that. It, it, it's actually probably the, the picture is actually cultivated from the Xavier University um, uh, show, and I sent that to David to use for this uh, counterpart studio. So the Xavier University in Cincinnati was just directly right after this radio show. So uh, we felt appropriate to use this picture. Yeah, it wasn't the same month. Uh, same month in November. Yeah. Hey, well, David, I'm going to give you some heads up so you can be thinking about it as I play this clip for about a minute here. Uh, I want to know what's up with maybe I could change. All right, folks, first song up is I Saw the Light. One thing you'll notice with this is how um, how good the vocals come through for Todd. That's one of the things I noticed a lot about this CD when I was listening to it today. Uh, you will not uh, be unable to hear Mr. Rungren's voice. Some of these clips will have some banter. It'll be fun, and some of them won't. But uh, here we go. This one is the first song on the new release, I Saw the Light. Here's a clip. It was late last night. I was feeling something wasn't right. There was not another soul in sight. Then you gazed up at me, and the answer 
get tired of that one for some reason. Yeah, you know what, the, the, um, the uh, microphone is very much up front there, and you can tell that it's um, the D- it's front, it's absolutely in the uh, DJ studio, so you can hear him kind of up front there with his mic, though. But it's uh, it's an incredible version of it, yeah. All right, so David, I've already got the question because we must have some newbies on today for your site. We got to get into this flak versus MP3 thing. Give it up. Okay. Well, I, I mean, for basically MP3 or flak, the MP3 quality that we are using is the highest quality you can for an MP3, which is a 320 uh, kbps. Now, the average person, or if you're listening to it on a computer, or you would probably never notice a difference. But for those that are, you know, a little more, uh, shall we say, you know, like their quality, the FLAC is basically a lossless file, so you do not lose anything to compression. So it's basically, it is pretty much the, the AIF or the WAV file, and, uh, that seems to be the, the, the preference for those that uh, are going to want to play on a uh, you know home stereo system, uh, car stereos. And again, most people would probably never notice a difference, but uh, then again, others will. Well, I'd like to add on that. If the flack is is probably better for your audio file, that kind of thing. If you're going to be listening in your you know yeah. just like you bought state, you probably you know whatever. Um, the difference is if you don't have software, if you don't know what FLAC is, my suggestion would be don't buy it. Unless you know how to find software where you can convert it or you can play it on your uh, laptop. Well, that I agree with you because we definitely have had a lot of people that have done that. And the, the thing is we do have in the frequently asked questions section, there is a pretty good reference on, on how to, to, to do that. But, again, I, I agree with you, Doug. If, if you really don't have any experience with FLAC files, it's going to cause a big headache. Yeah, tonight we're playing MP3, Jeff Watts, so if you like the sound, then you are good to go. And this is coming yeah, MP- through Blog Talk, so it's not even that good compared to what it would be on a on a download or a CD. So, yeah, um, and like we said, the MP3s that we're offering are, are way higher than even iTunes offers or a lot of the other companies. Most of them, I mean, even iTunes when they started out was offering only 128. Now now they're probably around 256. And, again, we, we do use the 320, which is the closest. You, it, it is the best MP3 you're going to get. All right, so let's go to maybe I could change. That's, you know, you got a really good copy. You're going to remaster it. How's that going? Uh, it's we're I'm trying to get it approved. <laughs> we're All working right. on it. This um, is a uh, uh, piano version, people, with Todd singing. We we have a yeah. beautiful rendition yeah, of it, but I, we've I got it's got to be approved. Dude, I understand. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go back I to the show. On I Oh, I was just going to say, Doug, I am working on it. Uh, what, I, what, I'm, what we're doing is we're working on the remastering of it now because I'd rather actually uh, do a, you know, when I do send it over, have the, the version that we have, the original, and then the remastered version so you can also see the, the, what we've done with it. Yeah, I'm telling you, an official release of that is, is just going to be tremendous. Um, well, here's the other thing, too, which people yeah. can think about. Cause I, I, I mean, I don't know, because it's a single, there was an idea uh, potentially to do, like, just a vinyl, also a vinyl version on, on like, uh, 45. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> vinyl, a lot of people that. love vinyl. 
Yeah, that yeah, that would be something. Do with that I was thinking about doing. Yeah, I was thinking about doing some polls uh, soon and, and see what people uh, were looking at. And especially since it's a single, we could do the ninety-nine cent download, and people can definitely get it ASAP. But for more of a collector, we might do maybe a limited edition uh, vinyl. That'd be that's, that's how I'm, And that's how I'm pitching it to uh, uh, Eric and Todd. Yeah, it might be kind of fun if you did a. Some of these oh, uh, full LPs in a LP vinyl version. You know, if they got a really cool cover, uh, might be kind of fun down the road if this thing picks up like you hope it does. Now, why did you I pick think this it's show? Out, yeah. What's that? Huh? I'm sorry. Oh, go I ahead. was just going to say, if things, you know, if, if things, you know, keep going like they're going, and, and, and there, there's, there's an interest, and everybody sees that, I think we can definitely expand on a lot of stuff. And I think too that Eric and Todd will also be open to expanding to more things, too, as they see it really being embraced. Right. Very good. Well, why did y'all pick this show out of all the shows you got, uh, if you have a, any reason why this was a specific show for this time period to release? What, Cincinnati? Yeah. Uh, it's a classic. Um, it's right after the um, Fox show, the infamous Fox show at where they recorded the Utopia theme at the Atlanta Fox mm-hmm. on the uh, November the 8th. And this is November the 11th. They uh, dropped by a studio in Cincinnati, Ohio. And they, um, uh, it sounds like they're just, you know, getting a groove. And they they play a little bit of the Todd hits and stuff like they did with the, the show here in Atlanta. And then they break into the band set and they play a little bit of Icon segment and, uh, it, it's just beautiful. It's just uh, this. This is one I've been wanting to have for, for David to do for a long time. All right, excellent. Well, I, I think also, Doug. Uh, I, I think also too. This is one that has. I don't think it's uh, has been out as much on like a, on the black market, uh, and also the quality that has been around. You know, this, this is actually an extreme. There's a lot of work has to be done to this. Uh, this tape was actually very wobbly, and Warren can probably expand on it, the the quality even more. Absolutely. But there was a lot of work done to this. To actually, make it say there was a lot of hiss, and, and this again was one of the best copies that we had found. And it was a very there was this tape wobble there, and that that existed on every single copy I had ever heard. Yeah, and well, what we, were we did able was to get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we it, it's a collection of collectors that have gotten the best of the best, and. Um, many versions of this uh, radio station show are there, there's some tape wobble, there's some age shown to the uh, music or whatever, and I just think that what David and the folks have done to it is just exceptional. It's just incredible. So you, you, you guys, if you don't buy this, then you're stupid. Hey y'all, what did they do with these radio shows? Uh, they would record them and then play them on. Some DJ's show at ten o'clock on a Sunday night or something. Actually, a lot of these were done uh, at the time. They, they did it live. Oh, really? Oh, gosh. They would de- yeah. they would do uh, DJ only copies, or they would be test pressing copies only, or or they wouldn't land up anywhere. They would land up in the laps of somebody, <laughs> some collectors like us. But a lot of times, if you were actually in that area. A lot of the stations didn't have a large signal, so but if you were in the, in that immediate area, you heard that show live. Cool. So let's wow. play live. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Well, this is like fun. even ultrasonic. Oh, just, just to let you know, like even ultrasonic. You know, ultrasonic didn't really go out 
to all the airwaves, you know, initially it was just really a, a more of a localized uh, broadcast, as was the Cincinnati show. Hmm. Huh. Very cool. Right, Play this, some tunes. That's what I'm trying to do. This is going to yeah. be a one here because if you were part of the Rungren Radio Presents Todd Rungren doing Todd Healing albums, you got to hear this song a lot if you went to any, uh, some of those shows. And, of course, Todd's voice is different. So this will be kind of a fun comparison. This is Todd. I'm pretty confident this is Todd by himself, uh, and he's doing the piano himself. Um, so this is a little bit of A Dream Goes On Forever from this Cincy show. Here we go. How much I love you, you'll never know Till you join me within my dream How much I love you, you'll never know Till you join me within my dream Thank you. Story time, boys and girls, out there in out there in Kitty Land. We're gonna tell you a little story about about the way things are and the way they used to be and the way they probably always will be. And thank heavens for that. But the story goes like this. We don't have the rest of that, but <laughs> a little banter in there, that's always fun too. There's lots of it in this this show. And some you know, a little slip up once I think on the piano. Uh, which we have tonight too, which is always kind of fun too, especially back in the day. Todd was. Uh, I'd, I'd just like to say that a dream goes on forever. Was way when he started performing in concert, uh, mm-hmm. like people like us in Atlanta in '73, we were like going, "Where's the song? Where, how can we find it? Where can we find it?" We couldn't. We could not find that tune or anything from the album Todd, the double album Todd, until late in '74. So. Dream Goes On Forever was a real treat for us. Well, another song that I've never seen live yet, of course I'm not you know, from the 70s Todd era, but uh, I don't know that he's done it a lot that's on the CD is the next song we have, which is Piss Aaron. Hmm. Have you, did he play that a lot? Um, he played it a lot in the what I call the 73-74 floor show, which what, what he did was he came out, and he, at the very first portion of his shows for everybody, he did his hits, and it was all pre-back-recorded music, and he played uh, Grand Piano, Baby Grand a little bit, and then he said, oh, well, I have, a, I have a band that's coming out next, and there'd be a short intermission, then there'd be the Utopia set. So that started in uh, late 73, in November of 73, and then went on through uh, uh, mid uh, spring of 74 until he started doing the uh, uh, initiation stuff. All right, very cool. Piss Aaron, of course, from the 41-year-old now Something Anything album, Todd's most popular commercially. All right, here we go. Let's just a little Piss Aaron. This is from the Cincy Show. WooHooLive.com if you want to download all of it. I better start that one over. 
I know I couldn't make three out of three, but uh, that's what that's what the razor blades for. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, I know. Anyway, it goes like this. so bloody young. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. <laughs> I agree with you. That's what I thought you were going through the show. Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of freaks me out a little bit because he just sounds so different now. He still sounds great, but just different. So, well, during yeah. the, during that set where he used to come out in the early part of the, the evening and uh, play the solo hits, he used to play Piss Aaron, and he, it was a real theatrical piece. He used to throw... Uh, uh, fake puke out into the audience, and he used to have a little Scotty dog that smoked a cigarette, and, and it was always is is real entertaining. I just real, wish I could explain it to everybody today, but it's just we captured some of it there right there. Well, let me ask you this: I, I um I had a feeling I, I know the answer, but I think during this this recording, sometimes when he says piss air and he uses uh, props or something. To not say that word, am I right? Like it's almost being um, censored, but he do he's doing it on purpose. There, oh, maybe he couldn't say that on the radio. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I th- I, th- I think there was some uh, censorship. Yeah, but in in this version there there was not, and um, you can hear it on the, the Don Kirshner's rock concert where he. Is performing that song as well, where he has, he's bleeped out. So, yeah, I think there is some of that actually, but it yeah. sounds like he's doing it, like he's replacing the word with something funny, you know, right, like, right, something right. from onomatopoeia or something, something like that. But uh, it's definitely unique. And since we're um, since we're talking about the Todd Healing tour, uh, we also have another one that y'all heard a lot, which is Lord Chancellor's Nightmare, which this is really fun and uh, cool to hear. Uh, thinking back to the Todd Healing tour and Todd doing this, I mean, he's been right. doing this song now for, you know, this is a 70, what year, 73? 73. Yeah. And he was doing it again in 2011. I mean, just phenomenal. But uh, we got, this is a good one. We got a long one on this one, almost the whole song, but just couldn't help it. There was no really good way to cut it, and it's just a riot. And it's I know a great song, you know. Also, he's he played that pretty much almost every decade, I think, somewhere along yeah, the Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Tour. Yeah. All right, so here we he go. He has, David. He's 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 done that in a lot of the four shows. Uh, ever since I can remember, even when he plays in here in Atlanta, he's done the Lord Chancellor's Nightmare song. Oh yeah. 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 So, as a matter of fact. A lot of fun. Yeah. That's. Um, I guess the, the rarity too is like like the icon and. and um, we got definitely some cool icon stuff tonight for you, prior. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do a little Lord Chancellor's Nightmare. Uh, it's got a little banter, I believe, at the start. Here we go. A song about love unrequited. It's called The Nightmare Song, written by Gilbert and Sullivan, and it goes a lot like this. It's like, like this. Yeah. 
Love unrequited robs me of mere rest. Love, hopeless love, my ardent soul encumbers. Love, nightmare-like, lies heavy on my chest. And weaves itself into my midnight slumbers. When you're lying awake with a dismal headache and repose is tabooed by anxiety, I conceive you may use any language you choose to indulge you without impropriety. For your brain is on fire, the bedclothes conspire of usual slumber to plunder you. First your counterpane goes and uncovers your toes and your sheet slips demurely from under you. Then the blanketing tickles you feel like mixed pickles so terrible sharp as the picking. And you're hot in your cross and you tumble and toss so there's nothing twixt you and the ticking. Then the bedclothes all creep to the ground in a heap and you pick them all up in a tangle. Next your pillow resigns and politely declines to remain in its usual angle. Well, you get some repose in the form of a doze with hot eyeballs and head of a raking. But your slumbering seems such a horrible dream, so you very much better be waking. For you dream you're crossing the channel and tossing about in a steamer from Harwich, which is something between a large bathing machine and a very small second-class carriage. And you're serving a treat, penny ice and cold meat, to a party of friends and relations. They're arriving at board, and they all came on board at some square and stopped sending the station. And down on that journey, you find your attorney who started that morning from Devon. He's a bit undersized, you don't feel surprised when he tells you he's only 11. But you're Driving like mad with a singular lad by the body ship's now a four-wheeler. And you're playing round games and he calls you bad names when you tell him the ties with the dealer. Well, this you can sense you throw up your hand and you find you with cold and icicle. And your shirt and your socks are black and silk with gold clocks. Crossing so we find our bicycle and he and the crew are on bicycle too, which I somehow or other invested in. He's selling the tars of the particulars of a company he's interested in. Scheme of devices to get at low prices, all goods from called Mistress to Cables, which tickled the sailors by treating retailers as though they were all vegetables. You get a good space and you plant a small trade for take of his boots for the boot tree. And it's like what the green is thinking, well, shouldn't that blossom and bud like a fruit tree? So the green goes to tree gives you grape and green pea, cauliflower, pineapple, and cranberry. Well, a patient for plant cherry brandy will grant up on pumps, sweet corners, and banberries. The shares are a penny, and ever so many are taken by Rothschild and Bering. And just as a few are allotted to you, you awake! With a shudder despairing. Hi, this is Ted Moon from Perrysburg, Ohio. Mel and Doug cried wolf. I saw the light, so I listened to Rungan Radio so I can practice my love in action all day long. Love unrequited robs me of the rest. Love, hopeless love, my ardent soul and Lies heavy on me chest And weaves itself into my All right, that little promo gave you a piece of Todd action from the Todd Healing Tour compared to this Cincy show. I, I just wonder if Ed Victor like... is out there listening. He's a uh, David and Warren. He's a, a, another Todd fan who made it his point to learn every word of that song so that he could sing along yeah. <laughs> during the right. Todd Healing Tour. Yeah, he got it down pat pretty well. He did. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a catchy song. 
Yes. In its own in its own strange way. <laughs> Ed Moon, of course, is at the Kent stage tonight for the Todd State Show Live. All right, very good stuff. Um, let's get back to the uh, see what else we got tonight. So we've done the first only four songs, I believe. Plenty more to go, people, including. I think that y'all have had this on a few of your CDs so far. Hello, it's me. Or is this the first time, David? For Hello, it's me? No, yeah. uh, we've had there, there's just been uh, a couple shows that have had it. Uh, yeah. The, hey. the the Clearwater show has a really yeah. Uh, yeah so oh yeah. Version of it. Yeah. Um, actually, that God, the more I listen to that show, the more I fall in love with that show. And then again, here is um, Todd doing his solo hits, and then he goes into some segments of the Utopia Band, which is really neat for this whole thing. So, All right, this uh, "Hello, It's Me" is the last of the Todd by himself stuff on this particular CD. So why don't we check it out? Go. Here we go. Y'all know this yep. one. Could hear, but it's hard through the phone to hear. The, the last, the last um, half 
of the 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 last album side of something anything was uh, live. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, well I mean, yeah. I meant I meant on this um, Cincinnati. Uh, well, yeah, and, and what they, they did was they used the recordings from the uh, something anything album. So, Let's try. Yeah, what you're hearing is the studio stuff played in the background while Todd does it and plays on Baby Grand Live. Mm-hmm. But there was an audience that was a studio audience. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a studio audience. They they, they would invite uh, individuals into the studio. A lot of times, it, um, a lot of it would be friends of the band, but then they would also invite people off the street, too, because some of these places do these quite often. I don't know how, how much Cincinnati did, but, like, for instance, uh, Ultrasonic used to do it all the time, so people in the uh, the area would always know about the shows. I think Counterpoint did a few. Um, it actually, I, you were talking about Rush earlier. I think Rush might have done something like 1974 or 5, you know, in their, their early years. Yeah, they might have done something at Counterpoint. I'm it's, thinking uh, Detroit was one that was a haven for that stuff, too, yeah. uh, Detroit stations. Point Counterpoint. Yeah, Rush has a Counterpoint studio. Yeah. The, um, yeah. All right, so, David, the so far in your... Woohoo Live Todd stuff. Do you have a song like Is Hello It's Me getting more downloads than others or anything that stands out to you on these the ones you've released so far? Well, I uh I know well, I have to take a look at the numbers again, but uh Black Mariah. Fox Fear has been doing very well. Mhm. Uh actually Clearwater has been doing very well. And surprisingly, St. Louis also has been doing really well. And, you know, uh, a lot of the thing about St. Louis is that actually has one of the only full versions of Icon with vocals. Mm. Cool. And that's that's a pretty real one. Annie does um, little. I couldn't get you. If, in, in gotta get your woman for expect yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Teases the audience just a little bit. I don't know of where we have any other uh, vocals arrangement in a recorded show, even audience. Icon? Yeah. Yeah, there, I couldn't, yeah, there's, yeah. I, I think you. that's the only one, and plus it's a soundboard, so it's uh, beautiful to us, but I, I can't remember of any uh, recording, audience recording even, that's got the uh, vocals to the Icon in, in all 45 minutes. Well, the St. Louis does, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, St. Louis does. That's yeah. yeah, and of course, probably the, one of the longest versions. Uh, yeah, yeah. two thousand eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably does. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So, um, speaking of Utopia, you already check out a little of the Utopia thing. Yes, please. Oh yes. All right. I guess the Utopia they came out after the break and they busted out straight into the Utopia thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very good. All right. So uh, here we go, folks. This is the some of the Utopia theme, which I believe on this version on this is over 14 minutes. It's pretty darn long. It's uh, actually, let's see, it's 14 minutes, 11 seconds. Yep, but you're only going to get three from me. Okay, well, please keep in mind that um, on the 8th, on November the 8th, the the Utopia theme was recorded in its entirety for the release Utopia. Um, and 
1974 release, but that was November 8th that they did the full Utopia theme that was recorded for their 74 um, album. So here you got it uh, three days later, and they're doing it again. Cool. All right, here we go. This is Utopia thing. We'll be right back.
then he would go play on that baby grand a little bit, and he played Piss Aaron, of course, and Hell It's Me, and I Saw the Light. And then uh, you could hear the crowd screaming, where's the band? Because he'd have this huge band set behind him, and he says, I got a band. Well, there'd be this brief intermission for, oh, say, 15 minutes or so, and then they would bust into this utopia set, which uh, I, I, I tell David even to this day, I've never been the same. Uh, they, they, they kick into the utopia set with all this prog rock. Mm-hmm. And just this, uh, this, this incredible guitar, and um, then he had four keyboardists, and um, it's it just, it's just incredible. And I, I'm glad we could capture it here on uh, the Cincinnati show. Well, now let me ask you if you remember this stuff about. So you got an audience there. I'm going to guess some of them had no idea what they were getting into. Some did. I mean, what was the feedback, if you heard any, from people about the first set versus the second set, vice versa, that kind of thing? Was it an issue back then? Well, uh, with me it was because um, uh, back then we had cassette recorders or uh, uh, reel-to-reel tape players, and we'd run out of tape before <laughs> the uh, Utopia set started. So you either have one of two things. You either have uh, somebody that has a great recording of the Todd's hits where he scooped around the stage and played to the background of his hits and on the piano, or all you had was the uh, Utopia set. So there's some there's some uh, great recordings that we have of uh, both. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bassey Hall, Toronto comes to mind. Um, Detroit comes to mind. Um, but we we have very few. We have very few recordings of it, and that's where the uh, argument of the uh, Atlanta show comes into mind. Right. Well, what about the like the audience reaction that weren't bootleggers? You know, like, are people going, "What is that weird stuff?" Or are they going, "That stuff's awesome." Forget the piano stuff. I mean, was there any? Everybody just love it all. You know, what was the crowd like back then? The crowd was um, uh, their their faces were they're like me their their jaws were just a dropped they they couldn't believe what they were hearing um, they it 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 was something that everybody was expecting to hear Todd just kind of running out and get his hits I saw the light and stuff like that and then when he came out with the Utopia set with the prog rock stuff. Like I said, we were just, you can't imagine the crowd's reaction. And that's what Todd grabbed uh, at the Fox that night on November the 8th, 1973. That's what's on the uh, album we can all love and enjoy today. Good stuff, man. I I, I I think about people, you know, when they walked into that uh, 73, Three CW Post, I think it was show, you know, with the with the Sales Brothers and everything. It's <laughs> just going, what in the hell? Is yeah, this? there was the two week wonder tour where where he just, uh, I I don't know what it was. Uh, Everybody's expecting to hear the Todd hits, I guess. But in Atlanta here, we were expecting to to hear uh, something pretty special. But what we heard was like nothing you can possibly imagine at all. Well, let's get into some more of it. This is a um a favorite of most people, and Todd used to do this a lot. He hadn't done it in a while, but I'm sure it'll come back at some point. 
Um, a little Black Mariah action, another great song from Something Anything. Uh, here we go. Well, this song is called Black Mariah, and if you'll notice, it has four syllables in it, which means it's a four-syllable title song. And uh, what is what does this song mean, Todd? It's one of those songs you don't know what it means. Until Spider, Mr. What? Spider. <laughs> it's about a uh, uh, a police wagon in England is called a black called a Black Mariah. So it's when you're a police wagon in England. It's one of those English police wagon jokes. It's called a Black Mariah. I don't get it. Neither do I. But. Someone in the uh, in our chat room thanking you guys for offering Black Mariah uh, as a free download last week. In fact, we're, we're digging all the free downloads. Yep. So thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thanks for everybody for coming and getting them too. I mean, I just think it's a nice way to introduce uh, the shows to people too. You know, and you get a chance to listen to it, and then you go, "Hey, you know what? I think I, I should get this show." That's right. Well, if anybody's got any questions they want to ask the Guru Warren or Woohoo Lives David Sky, 
You can call us at 646-716-9262. If you want to know about any particular shows or got any questions about this show, feel free to call in and talk to us. Yeah, even that first guitar right there in that black and white just hits oh. you. Boom. <laughs> Free Jesse right there. It's a tie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so the next song that we have was also <laughs> recently done. I guess I said it now. It's been about five years, but A-Watch tour. Hungry for Love from A Wizard, A True Star. I love this. <laughs> yes, this is good stuff. And I would say pretty rarely done. Am I right, Warren? Yes, I yes you are correct because it was very rarely done and um he he used to do this in encore shows in the uh early 73s uh but and that there's a lot of argument on whether he did it in 74 or not in the spring of 74 or not but no, he did not. He this was this is where he and uh he does this song just beautifully and I I'm partial to this one for sure. Why is that? Oh, because it's 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 rare. Um he springs right into it and um uh, it's from a Wizard of True Star, which I'm kinda of partial to as well. <laughs> David, you got anything to say about this particular song? You know what I I actually had uh somehow got disconnected, so I had to get called back in. What song are we uh, what are you guys discussing? We're doing Hungry, Hungry for Love. Love next. Hungry for oh. Love. I mean, this is just an unbelievable version. You know, when I, when I was trying to pick out the 30-second uh, sample, I, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Maybe I have to offer this one as a free one. But <laughs> it's really an amazing version. And, again, a song you don't really hear too much. Right. It's so much fun during the A-Watch tour. He'd throw candy out in the crowd. And he had, that was that mustache and the top hat. That was just a killer outfit. Wasn't it incredible? Yeah. yeah. Good. And you, can, you can actually hear It's almost like you can hear that in in this version, too. Oh, uh, cool. Let's check it out. I've only got a little bit of this one, but uh, a little Hungry for Love action for you. Here we go. Thank you. Mom's I don't know. I can't do any more convincing than that. 
I mean, I, Warren can probably agree. When, when you first, the, the original version, it was kind of hard to get through a song sometimes, even though it sounded really good. Well, does this uh, CD have every song from that night on it? As, as far as we know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's the entire um, in in studio at the rec- Counterpart Studios was actually a recording studio. So they so were like, actually you know, nowadays how they have the A and E like in session and some of these shows that you see on on TV that they have now or or that they used to do. That's what they used to do on the radio. Yeah, so they they would have to fill all these markets up, and if an artist was in the area, he was touring. I mean, this falls right in the middle of all those shows. Way ahead of its time. Very cool. All right, we got a caller. We have someone interested in asking a question, I believe. Let's check that out. Five one two, you're with us. Hello, it's Motley. Motley. Hello. 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 Thank you, Wahoo, for this badass stuff. This is like my favorite era. I get all goo goo gaga over it. It's stupid, but I love it. I hope I hope you have video, however crappy of this area. I will watch it. I don't care if he's flipping around. I just love the costumes. I don't care how crappy the audio is, but, yeah, please, please get back with me. If you have anything from the Akron Civic Theater 1974, it was the bomb. Rest me for life. Okay. Well, we're, you know, I'm, we're definitely pursuing uh, video. It's, it's, it's a little slower uh, to go, but we, we are, you know, video – Right now, I mean, I'm sure Warren can attest to it. We're, we're putting, we're putting together. We're gathering it from different places. A lot of it, uh, a lot of it, you know, though, is, is VHS or um, others. I mean, even I wish I had some access. So there's, there's certain years I don't have access to, but I actually do have access to. But I, they're not releasable right now. That we actually had some really great footage from. But so we some things you have that you can't release is what you're saying. Currently, you know, for cer- certain years. Certain years. We gotta we uh, gotta keep in mind that these aren't uh, bootlegs as per se. These are actually need to be approved by um, the Todd Ringrod organization and such. So. Okay. So you can't show and, fans. And, 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 and a lot of people don't re- a lot of people don't realize that is is that these these things are approved by the artists and that they are receiving royalties off of them as opposed to um, just a out and out bootleg where this is just enjoyable among the fans. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is uh, we need to send a good message back to Todd. Well, yeah, he knows it. that I love this era, and I'm, I actually got a, a copy of the Akron show, the audio, which turned out pretty freaking good. And I gave him a copy before he did with A Watts in Akron, and you know, I told him it's like my favorite era. I'm looking for a video to go with that, but it was just phenomenal shit, like you said. It was something, anything with the tape player in the beginning, and then Utopia comes out and blows everybody's doors with them frog and the ping pong balls. It was crazy. <laughs> Send uh, me your email address. Okay, uh, Dougie's got it, and uh, I will do that. I can hook Warren up with your email address. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, uh, I, uh, I have an incredible cover of that. But um, that's something for later Correct. on down the road with the uh, the Wahoo guys. So okay, yeah. well I'm definitely going to be connecting with you guys, and thank you so much for this. This is like this most incredible costume era. It needs to be documented, and I'm pretty sure Todd would give it a nod. I don't know. You'll have to ask him. But you know, well, why wouldn't uh, you want to have him in costume? Glam era. He rocked it. Yep. Thank you very much. 
All right, thanks for this, guys. I'll let someone else call in. Peace and love, and thank you, Rundgren Radio. <laughs> All right, thanks for calling in, Mott. And, you know, the Akron uh, show you're referring to is probably from the 70s. It's not off-limits. Off 1974, off. March 23rd. <laughs> is any video of it or not? That's the only problem. You and me, Mott. Write me. Yeah, so, somebody's got video of it. Somebody has their brownie cameras. Sure. i got a few pictures, but uh, someone's me, got some video. All right, guys, thank you. Well, put, it out, put, put it out there. If we can if we can find the video, I will definitely put it through the system. I mean, funny story, uh, you know, I, I told Doug earlier, this release almost did not get released today, but I literally got the final approval on the, uh, the uh, front cover artwork uh, around 1 o'clock uh, Pacific time today. Wait. And I had to hustle up to get it up on, on the site. <laughs> It's fun we can get that stuff ready for a show. Sometimes it just always doesn't pan out that way. All right, we have exactly. a, another caller, area code 386. You're with us. Hello, Doug. Hello, Mel. Hello, Warren. Hello, David. Thank Hello. you Hello. for everything you guys do. Uh, uh, I want to woohoo you guys are doing something that uh, my first Todd show was April 19th, 1974, Carnegie Hall. A there show you I go. Did. Wow. There yeah, you and go. That, it, it's basically, it was similar, almost the same setup as what you're describing, what the, the Cincinnati show was, where he came out and did the pre-recorded with background and then came out with Utopia. Um, one, one thing he did on that show that was pre-recorded that basically blew me away is he did a version of Heavy Metal Kid with the background, but then it came out with the double neck uh, guitar and played that live, accompanied Correct. by yeah with the uh, backing tracks. Correct. Correct. Uh, the Heavy Metal Kids was right before the intermission, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where he 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 played the heavy metal kids with a double neck guitar, and uh, then he said there's going to be a brief intermission, which we didn't. We were, it was totally unexpected. It was just so cool. Uh, but then there would be a 15 minute intermission. But he did that right before, yeah, right before the Utopia band set came out. Here's here's my question for you guys. I have a couple of. Uh, Concerts that uh, I've had transferred from tape to to disc uh, through various pod friends that are a couple of shows that are they're out there and I don't know if you guys have copies of them but I would love to see someone remaster and do what you guys have done to these other shows the, like the birthday show June twenty second seventy four in Central Park there there are some real high quality copies of that floating around and there's also uh, Radio City Music Hall which was October of 74 also. Right, right, the winter of winter of 74, yeah. Uh, we've got some great copies of those and I forwarded those to David. Um, but we would be welcome to, like, like what I've always said is we're looking for the best of the best. That's, that's, our, that's our grail. So if you if you've got some more exciting shows and better recorded ones, please let's let's get together. Absolutely. Okay. So would I find a way to get in contact with you guys at your uh, website? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, actually, you can email support at woohoo dot com. Okay. 
And, and yeah, any look if, if there's a better recording out there than the one that we either have or that's in uh, an archive, we are more than welcome to take a look at it. Especially you know, and, and you'd be helping it out, and, and I'm sure and Todd would love, I'm sure to have a better sounding recording. <laughs> you know, absolutely, absolutely. So, we yeah. we don't think that we have the best. Right. Well, the cent- the one that I have, the Central Park, it, it's almost. Um, I would say professional quality and how back in 1974, like, like Warren, you were saying where we had cassette recorders to record these shows, the, the sound quality on that show is just phenomenal. It's amazing. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and someone had a, a tape recorder that would last the length of a Todd show, especially back then when he was doing three and a half, almost four hour long shows. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you know how to get in touch with me, I'll get you in touch with the right people. You just shoot me an email, though. That's all you got to do. Yeah, and, and well, anybody, let's yeah, do that. I would love to get in touch get with Get in them. touch with Doug uh, and Hillary okay. through the pipeline. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you for everything. And uh, Doug and Mel, we, how, we, how, couldn't, how, we couldn't do it without you guys. You guys are the fans, and you guys are the ones that really check the mail, baby. You know, See you in Akron. Thanks, right. Keith. Peace out. Thank you, guys. Have a great Send us the stuff. Send us the goods, man. Warren's over getting all excited. Oh, my God. Bootleg (laughs) action. (laughs) All right. Speaking of bootleg, I got two more clips. Even though there's only one more song on this CD, I got two clips from Icon because one of them I think people will really dig, especially bass players or people who love the bass and love John Siegler on bass. This is a killer, killer version. Yes, but let's play some of just the good old icon first, and then we'll get to the bass thing here in a minute. If anybody else wants to call in, 646-716-9262. Here's you a little bit, about a minute and a half of icon. Said it already. So Frog was on on this show. 
Yeah. Uh, all those shows, Frog was around for the most part, right? Yeah. Here? Okay, cool. Um, all right, we got another oh, caller. Oh, oh, Frog was there, and basically what he was was just a, a figurehead. Uh-huh. And he did a lot of synthesized parts to Todd's guitar while he was playing, but uh, around comes um, probably the uh, uh, winter of uh, 74, uh, Frog was replaced by uh, Roger, of course. Uh, okay, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's so funny to know because Roger is such a piano player. And Roger was only in there to do the synthesized parts. And uh, in 1975, I'm, I'm going to another plateau here, but in 1975 when they did the uh, European tour, Roger, they had, all the keyboardists had quit, okay? Roger was the only keyboardist in the band. So Roger had to play all the parts. So come the opening of the European tour, there's there's Roger doing all that. And doing the icon and doing uh, Utopia theme and and playing the horns at the same time. Nice. Yeah, good stuff from Roger Powell, no doubt. All right, so two one two, you're with us. You got a question or a comment? Oh, hey, Doug, it's Leslie from Asheville. How are you? What's happening, Leslie? Hey, um, listen, I just wanted to say my first show was a show that I can't find on any list, but I know it happened because I went. I was living uh, outside Philadelphia in Bryn Mawr, and it was the fall of 73, and I believe it was like the Thanksgiving weekend, and I want to say it was a show at maybe Valley Forge or something. Do any of you guys know of a show then? 73 Philadelphia? Well, it was outside Philly. It was in the suburbs, and I think it was like at a dinner, you know, it's on one of these weird non-traditional venues, almost like a dinner theater kind of uh, music fair. Like something yeah. like the Valley Forge Music Fair or something like that, and I remember the show, and I remember M. Frog, and I remember uh, Ruth was there, and it was my yeah. very first show. I was like 16 years old, so <laughs> but I can't find that. It's not on the list in the in the um. No, well, we've got a, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff from '73, but I, that doesn't ring a bell with me. Or and we've got a lot of stuff from early '74 too, which would be that uh, theme, but. Same lineup, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the Philly show doesn't ring about seventy three, but that would be classic to have because well, you know, he's a Philly that. boy. Mm-hmm. That's right. I know it was it was wonderful. And the other thing is that I worked uh, when I worked at Barrisville briefly running the fan club, seventy four, seventy five, um, Roger had just gotten into the band and we got to go down after work and watch them rehearse at the then closed down Fillmore um in the afternoons, late afternoons. And that was pretty unbelievable. And, of course, nobody was reporting that stuff. But that's when we first saw him do Dream Goes On Forever on the piano, just sitting there by himself on the stage, and we were all little puddles on the floor. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all I wanted to say. So thanks a lot. And I'm really looking forward to hearing this thing you guys have done because it sounds amazing. Thank you, Darren. Cool. <laughs> you got the talk, too? Um, yeah. How was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Which show? Trocadero, though, night. No, uh-uh, no, I haven't been anything. I just got back for three weeks in California and Texas, so nope, but I'll see you in Asheville. She lives in, uh, where do you live now, Asheville? Asheville, yep. Oh, ah. yeah, yeah, you talking about Philly, I'm thinking of the truck, but you're not in Philly now, do you? No, 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 <laughs> anyway, but I will, I'll see you guys in a couple of months, and I one of these state shows are driving me crazy, so i got to get to one as soon as possible. Hey, Leslie, um, um, believe it or not, I'm not drinking, I still was all confused. Hey, uh, <laughs> what is your uh, blog page? Oh, uh, it's Initiation 75 at WordPress. 
Where's the? Uh, is that where the Rundgren stuff is? Yeah, I'll post the I'll post the link again if you want on on the radio page. Yeah, can somebody copy me on that too, please? Sure. Yeah, on the on the Rundgren radio page. Yeah, initiation seventy five at WordPress dot com. Okay. I think that's what it that's is, right. but I'll go I'll go find <laughs> it and post it right now. I, I haven't posted on in three years, but I really will get back to it sooner or later. Okay, I'm all over okay. that. Yeah, yeah, okay, very great. Good. Well, listen, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace out. Yeah. Bye-bye. Leslie writes a uh, reconsidering Todd Rundgren blog. Um, stuff. All right, so where are we going? Uh, oh, we got some more icon action. Listen to the icon. I can't help but say icon from the party. <laughs> but anyway, here we go. All right, so this I couldn't help but make a clip of because it's just when – Todd Runner's Utopia reunion went out. Everybody loved listening to Sigler and, and some of his solo, you know, kind of type stuff. And this is pretty killer right here. So, uh, bass players unite. Here we go. It's a little bit more from the icon from the Cincinnati show. <laughs> Seeing Siegler, did he have uh, his funky hairdo at the time, or did they 
done with that at that point. No, no, uh, John, uh, Johnny is still, I'm, I, and I met them there at the Atlanta show, and uh, Johnny used to, was, 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 what was so funny about him was he used to say that we're, we're just all a bunch of Jewish boys, you know, <laughs> and Todd's the one with all this glitter and stuff like that, and you can read about it in Billy James' book, but it, he's pretty clear on that, but uh, what was funny, it's just this normal, everyday guy. <laughs> so... Oh, well, I know mean, it's just kind of funny. You uh, you see this guy looking like that, and you have to ask him if it's him. You know, yeah. hey, some dude with green hair. Hey, are you Frog? No, yeah. man, I'm just a fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, are you talking well, about me? No. I'd be interested to see if the the fellow that just called in has some uh, some some better uh, recordings. We we jump all over them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I hear you on that. Because the seventy three seventy four stuff was. Uh, uh, it was uh, just cherishing to me, so um, we we would love to have some of those. And I've sent uh, some of the better ones to David for their folks to see what they could do with. So mm-hmm. um, if anybody's got some more, send them my way. Yes, look us up. The best of the best. Yep, very nice. All right, well, that's all the music I got. So if y'all uh, got anything else to add about these CDs, let's hear it. And otherwise, we'll start talking a little bit about the VOD and how it went the other night with our remaining 26 minutes and 52 seconds. You got anything else? Or what's or I mean, I know this is just now coming out, but uh, what's what's coming down the pike for us in the future? Well, I guess it, it, it a lot has to depend on how everything uh, that we presently have continues to do, but uh, there's quite a bit coming. There's quite a bit. Obviously, we have a lot to go through, and I was actually, Doug, you know, we need to discuss this about potentially even maybe putting a poll out there and seeing, uh, putting up a few shows and seeing what shows the individuals, the fans would like, because yeah. they do have. A large amount. Um, again, some of them have already been approved. Some I have to go through the approval process on. But uh, I was almost thinking that, and I think Doug agreed with me that that might be a good way to do it. Maybe we'll even do it on one of the shows, or, or we can do a poll uh, somewhere, put up about five titles, and see see what everybody would really be interested in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there must be certain eras, certain songs, certain things. Even that, too, even if we don't have a full show, are there certain songs that, that uh, individuals are looking for? I mean, you can always hit us up on Facebook. You can hit us on, on Doug's pages or the Woohoo uh, Live. You can also do the support at WoohooLive.com. And I think we really should do some polling and find out what people are looking for. There, there is, There's a few really interesting uh, shows coming up that... Uh, to me, I, it seemed like uh, the set lists are kind of cool. Um, there's a Paris, France in 1975. Needs a lot of work, though, but I think uh, that's a good possibility out there. Again, I'll just throw out a few, and people can kind of think about it. We have uh, from November of 73, the Agora in Cleveland, the 74 uh, Central Park show. Um, yeah, 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 my earlier. vote. The birthday show that Keith was making. <laughs> um, the music hall in Cleveland, '74. The, the Paris, France, in '75. And also, there's a, this is an audience recording, but I have to say it's one of my favorites. And sometimes a good audience recording can be the soundboard. But uh, Osaka, Japan, '76. Yeah, you know, I, just 
this is strictly my personal opinion, and I'm an American. Uh, but some of these, <laughs> these uh, shows for the careful, your IRS is listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would I would definitely be interested in in some of these shows like you said from Paris or Japan or whatever um just because obviously I could not have gone I was too young to travel by myself back then. <laughs> right. But I think that would be cool. And a lot of times too the artists that was their first time going to those areas or and they didn't get to go a lot so they really put on these amazing shows. Well, Japan was a big uh, venue for Todd. Mm-hmm. Always has been. Well, they also oh, yeah. have a really nice audience that doesn't, you know, hoop and holler during the show. So you, if you have a recording from Japan, it's probably pretty pristine. Yeah, that, yeah that's, uh, that is very true, Doug. Just I'm saying. not going to tell you that, uh, well, I shouldn't even tell you that story. But, yeah, Japan, funny enough, uh, the audiences are so calm and they, they actually sit. They, they... <laughs> yep. They actually. Yeah, they I've had a few bands. I've had a few bands come back to LA, and they they, they would tell me these stories. And then I I, I was uh, in Japan one time too. But you hear these stories, and when you finally see it for yourself, you're like, wow, this is pretty wild. But again, the artists can actually. I think even a lot of the bands and the artists get surprised at it. Yeah. But they will hoop and holler big time. We call it audience chatter. It's, it's a dissipation. Uh, yeah, and, and sometimes I think that well, this is a great recording because there's no audience chatter. But what I what I care about is is the phonics of the band and and how Todd's recorded and upfront and all the instruments and everything. So we've got some great stuff, uh, and like we've been collecting this for years. And what I'm just trying to do is just try to convince everybody that um, they need to buy up the stuff that Wahoo Live does. And um, the, the the more you buy it up, the more we'll have to offer. Um, uh, I I don't know how to say anything more than that, but some of the stuff is incredible that we've got. Uh, the archives go on and on and on for ages, so don't ever worry about us running out of Todd music. That is true. Long live. Very good. Well, guys, we appreciate it, man. I'd love to uh, listen to all the music, and you know, hopefully it'll encourage people to get the whole thing and not just the clips that we played. But uh, next release, we'll do another show. Sounds Keep awesome. Going. Always, Doug, always a pleasure. Thank you, and Mel. All right, thanks a lot. But, Doug, uh, Mel, love you all. all right, thanks, guys. Georgia. Very good, very good. Yes, Warren, the... Bootleg guru, and well, uh, not not always bootlegs, as he said. Well, yeah, but recording guru, historian, Warren. Historian, there you go. And yeah. David Scott from Woohoo Live. <clears throat> By the oh, way, guys, um, well? if you want to go and check all this out, it's Woohoo Live, which is spelled W H O O H O O L I V E dot com. Woohoo. Right. Very good. Well, all right, so we've got 20 minutes left that we can use if we want. I would like to hear from some people who watch the VOD and get your opinion on it. So That's you right. You and I are probably the only ones that haven't seen it. So somebody call in and tell us how it was. No worries. We'll wait. 
Yeah, we're all good. I was hoping to play a little No World Order tonight since it's part of the set list, but um, unfortunately it's not on my Apple yet. I have it, but not on this computer. Ah, that's okay. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I do that have, would just make me have to get up and dance anyway. Yeah, well, I had the Worldwide last time we played. We might have to just do that again as we wait on some callers, perhaps. But uh, let's see if we got anything that might be worthy. Let's play a little frog action since we talked about him. This is only five seconds. C'est un frog, et vous êtes en train d'écouter onrunradio.com. <laughs> those friggin' frogs, those friggin' frogs, sorry. The friggin' frogs, the frogs. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's good stuff. Um, hmm. 646-716-9262, call us, so we're going to shut this bad boy off, because we hadn't watched the video, we can't talk about it, nor have we seen a show yet. Sunday. I'll see a show. Next week, we might do a show on Tuesday night, by the way. Well, actually, probably not, but we might. Uh, we've got, we're have got. we trying to do one every week in May, so maybe we'll come up with something. And we want to do uh, – we'll, we might have the lady from the um, Lower Ninth Ward in New Orleans. and uh, That could be interesting, really. Yeah, she's supposed to be really cool, fun to talk to, make that part of the show, and then do some other stuff. There'll be some more state shows to discuss, et cetera. Speaking of, we do have a caller who is going to inform us of their opinion. Number 310, you're with us. Hi, it's Ruth. 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 Yes. Ruth Ann Karch. Yeah, this we... is Liz Estrada's mama. Oh, it's Ruth Runner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ruth Runner. <laughs> Sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... You know, I was really intrigued by the show because it felt almost like it was a Broadway performance and he was in character. And I think we've seen that a little bit before on the album shows. But with this, I was really intrigued, uh, you know, because there's no audience banter or very little. And uh, I was just, it gave me a whole different view of him as a performer. Now, you're talking about a live show or the VOD? I'm talking about our, well, when he does, you know, when he did the album shows, he stayed in character. He didn't stop and talk to people. You know, he was the healer. Do you know what I mean? No, but I mean, with with the state shows, are you talking about live or VOD? I'm talking about the VOD. VOD? Because you ask for VOD, right? Yeah, have you seen it live yet? He kind of stays in a character, you say? Uh, yeah, to me, it seemed like he was. It was. It was more. It was a performance, and he wasn't playing that much. And so he was. You know, there were lots of broad gestures, and it just. It felt very different for me, and I really liked it. And there was um, more drama to it, and I really appreciated him in a whole new way. And I. I, I, it was unexpected, and I really uh, I can't wait to see it live. I think it'll be a little different, but watching it, you know, on the screen, I just felt that there was something extra there in, um, you know, as a performance that it could be on Broadway, like for a limited run or something like that. Cool. What did you think about um, Jesse and Prairie's role? Well, he didn't interact with them very much either, and that's what made me really, it. you know, what do they call it in theater? It's the third wall or the fourth wall, but you don't break that with the audience, and they were kind of in character too, and uh, it, it was fascinating to me, and, um, you know, 
that was just my feeling. It was it was a different view and just like in the in the healing shows where you're just really wrapped into the character that he is on the stage. Mm-hmm. And I felt a lot of that with with the state show on the pay per view. What if he did what would you think about the show if uh, the state album went out? He did that format with say, you know, the hit show. You think it would go? You you think it would be kind of the same, or you think it just matches so perfectly with his music? I don't think he could do this that type of uh, because there was a distance, there was a wall between him and the audience. I felt, you know, just by watching the VOD. I'm sure if I were there, I'd feel a little different. But with a hit show, you know, he's his personality has to be there. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's kind I of. I don't like know. Boy, talks a lot and talks a little bit more. Do you think, Ruth, that it it helped? Well, I don't know. Had you heard the album before you watched the VOD? And if you did, do you think that that helped how you accepted the show? What I'm saying is if you had not heard it, would you have just gone, what? (laughs) I don't, well, you're asking me. (laughs) But I like the music. Seeing him perform the music makes listening to the album so much better for me now because, it, you know, I felt a little distance with the album, too, and I wasn't used to that. So I, I had to, you know, it was a little bit of work to listen to it for me. And But after seeing him do it live, it it changed the record for me, too. Mm-hmm. And so I get what you're saying. Yeah, I you know, I'm I've been walking around the house singing it and I've had the I've had it had state for a couple of weeks and nothing you know sort of penetrated my psyche the way it did seeing him perform it. I I it was it was something and there was a lot of uh um performance in it. I guess is different from um different from other you know like best of shows or greatest hit shows well i do worry about people you know we were talking earlier in the show about well i don't i don't want to call them what i think they are but the people who don't do research before they go see a show and if you did not do your research and walked in on this state show i think you'd be confounded to say the least yeah it'd be like you doug when you went to go to that with a twist show and you were like what Nope. Well, see, yeah, like the with the twist show, you know, there was there was that a little bit of a wall between uh, the between Todd and the audience that that we don't see in in the greatest hit shows. There was that, you know, when we were we saw it in L.A., somebody from the audience jumped up on the stage during with a twist, and that was not good <laughs> because they thought, oh, you know. Everybody, people from the audience are on the stage, and they didn't understand the concept. <laughs> it was a scary moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, back then the information wasn't as available as it is today. That's right. Not, you can yeah. just see it now. Well, I understand what you're saying too. I'd like to um, see a show live. It does change the way you think about the album from then on. Then on out. Yeah, it did for me. It did for me. Anyway, I don't want to keep talking. Somebody else can call, but that's my two cents. Well, when are you going to see a live show? Not till New Orleans. Wow. Well, you know, yeah, I'm I, on the West Coast, so. I understand, I understand. Well, very good. Well, you'll get to be at that San Francisco show, I guess, and I hope I win that trip. <laughs> well, I'm winning the trip, so, you right. know. Right. I think trying. a lot of us are winning that trip. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right. Love to everybody. All right. Thanks for calling, Rude. Bye. Bye. Rude. Tell Liz Estrada we said ho. Liz Estrada. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, that's cool. I understand exactly what she's saying. But I, I do, too. I mean, I look, I was not a fan of the Todd album. And then we did those shows, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to learn how to love this. And, yeah, it took a few listens, but um, I came around to it, and I, and I listened to it totally on my own now without people saying, have you listened to it in a while? So I like it. Huh. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Mikey. He likes it. Yeah, that's, I think that's true of any Todd album. If you give it a try, uh, you know, you'll end up liking it, with the exception of one I will not mention. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll get I'll get over myself on that. But yeah, there there are well, there's a little conversation going on in the chat room about people leaving the show. I mean, I get that. You don't if you are not paying attention and you walk into that show, you have no idea what's going on. I mean, I just you know, um, I can see people freaking out, but that's not going to be me. I know exactly what to expect. I'm looking forward to it. That's right. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's the deal. But you can just get information online, folks. Not hard to do. So if you know what you're getting into and you don't like it, that's one thing. But if you go and you don't like it because you didn't know what you were getting into, that's on you. That's my theory. That's my mantra from here on out. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to hearing Kaleidoscope Live. Nappy John just mentioned that one. I have not seen a video of it yet, but that's one of my favorite on the album. Yeah, so. I know. I know. Yes. So that should be fun. So for 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 least until, I guess, till. Mid July, early July, he's going to be doing the basically the state shows. Yep. And then he's going to start doing a few little best ofs, or what do they call it? Best of? Hits. Hits, excuse me. Being billed as an evening with Todd Rundgren, but it's an evening with. And then there is Todd Rundgren with the Akron Symphony Orchestra and the Akron Youth Symphony. More Ringo shows. More Ringo shows. Oh my gosh. Too much. Yeah. Yes, it In a is. good way. Yep, yep. But uh, the state show, I assume that's what they'll be doing at Todd Stock 2, which is, of course, um, in June, around Todd's birthday. The night of his birthday, they'll be doing a show. Well, now, wait a minute. Let me ask you about that, since nobody's listening, mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> Just between you and me. Between you and me, had you not said that Todd had told Chasm that he might be might want to keep the Todd Stock week open. Kazim was on our some... show, remember, and said he will not be a Todd Stock. Oh. So he just wanted Kazim to be there as a friend. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Kazim will not be at Todd Stock number two. Okay. So it's probably gonna be a I think he's out with Blue Wish to call it actually, but I think it's gonna be Prairie and Jesse and that'll be A state a, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope it's in the air-conditioned tent. That's all I'm having to say. <laughs> oh, it might be cool under the stars, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Todd Stock, it was outside, so I don't know. I mean, can you? I guess at a three thousand square foot tent, air-conditioned, wherever the jam session is going to be, you could get one hundred seventy people in there. I would think so. And they may be thinking outside, but I think when everybody gets there, they're going you know, to realize that might not be what they want to do. Of course, at night, it's a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. Much more tolerable. But, 
Anyway, that'll be fun. We'll find out here in a month. Yeah, I wish we had some scoop on Tiki Nikki. We should ask Michelle. I mean, I know they had the the semi-grand opening, but I'm not sure exactly when that permit's getting done and when it's opening. Somebody's mentioned Hawaii in the chat room. Made me think of that. But Tiki and Nikki should be officially opening soon, I would think. That'll be fun. I got, a, I be, got a Tiki uh, and Nikki t-shirt the other day. I just decided I'm just going to go and order one, so I did. Yeah, speaking of that stuff um, from the, what do we call that, uh, crowdsourcing funding deal we did for the aquarium bar we were hoping to get. That stuff will get out soon. I think Michelle's got some other priorities because of this uh, permit issue and everything, but they'll be out. None of it's been shipped yet, so I'm I'm pretty sure uh, I know it hasn't. So it'll be out soon. Patience right. in order. It'll be Right. Uh, and I was uh, – sorry if anyone misunderstood. I'm not talking about the um, donate to the fish food T-shirts or whatever it was. Um, I'm talking about where you can actually go on tikianiki.com and order merchandise. Uh, little tiki uh, glasses, mugs, whatever you want to call them, and T-shirts and such. Yeah, we'll make sure that that gets done at some point. Um, but, you know, plenty of summer left, my friends, which unfortunately I am willing to wish away for the Akron show. But then again, i got some cool stuff coming up, like Sunday in Chicago. And Todd Stock. And Todd Stock. So... Um, somebody wants to know Julie Feldman T-shirt run true to size. Oh, oh um, well, you know, I like my T-shirts big and roomy, so I ordered the boys' shirt, and uh, it is true to size as almost all other boys' T-shirts or men's T-shirts that I've ever ordered. So, yeah, yeah but they're really soft, really uh, soft. Yeah. Yeah, I think today's shirts, and maybe it's just because I'm getting bigger, but it seems like they're being made smaller. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. I'm sure that Yeah, works. yeah, it really does. If I have an older XL, it works fine. If I get a newer one sometimes, especially those thin ones, mm-hmm. mm, doesn't look good. Uh, just got to order another one. Or i got to get in better shape, maybe. I don't know. But uh, anyway... I um, look forward to seeing the merch. I don't know if it'll be at the state show since it's a fundraiser for a charity, but I have seen it online, of course. Toddstore.com, if you haven't received it, um, you can go there. Okay. Hey, we got Tom uh, Obruski is in our chat room. Congratulations, Tom and Sue got married in Hawaii. Oh, that's awesome. I thought they already were married. I did, too. Tells you what I know. Living in sin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we don't know if they were living together. No, I guess we don't. I don't think they were. I think they were saving it. All this oh. time. That's mm-hmm. why they finally got married. Tom couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Made her an honest woman. Now we know. Yep. Congratulations. We'll see you all in Akron and I'm sure before then probably. Of course, Todd Stock. Very nice. We could have had our third wedding though if they'd have waited in Akron. Our third, our, our wedding. If anybody else is getting married, let us know. That's right. We know how to throw them. <laughs> we got anything fun that we can play as we're going out? Uh, Sure. What kind of music would you like to hear? I don't care. Um, let's, see. let's see. Something that, that will take us out. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking. I've got clips of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but we've got four or five minutes. Yes. 
Let's see. Oh, I just passed something. Where was that? Uh Uh-oh. No, we don't want to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'll find us something here. Um, I got Pretending to Care with Ethel, but we've heard that a bunch. And I got Clips. I got... All I really got is Wailing Wall from Rockford. (laughs) I thought we had Worldwide Epiphany. But I, I do not, so... Anyway, let's play... Hmm. Let's play yeah. a clip of. Uh, here's something. Let's play the imagination from Bearsville first couple, first minute and a half, the live version, and then we'll wrap it up. And we'll see y'all maybe next Tuesday. Just keep up with us on our newsletter. Sorry we sent it late tonight, and um, normally we send it a few days in advance. We just kind of got behind the eight ball, or on our Facebook. And thanks for listening and calling in people who called in. It's all good. Shine on. Yep, woohoolive.com if you want the CD we played tonight. Peace out.
everybody, this is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the crest of the crown, my friend. Well, thank you so much for your support. 